And now it's time for the ridiculous. <laughs> what kinds of things make people pissed? And how many suitors exactly has she dismissed? Siri, what are some locations for a lover's tryst? Uh, oh, darling, surely there must be a list. A list? A list? A list? A list? You're telling me it's all here on this bleeding this list. This preposterous and ludicrous. Well, actually, it's all quite ridiculous. Ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. Welcome to the ridiculous. I'm Sally Brooks. And I'm Jen O'Neill, and we're back with more fun lists for you today. We are back. How are you, Jen? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I know you had a little bit of a, a sickness. And oh, man. Something week. knocked me out. I think that, like, after COVID and, and, especially after last year of my kids still wore masks to school all year last year um, on his own, his own choice. And so we didn't get sick all last year. And then he brought home something that like, seriously, like Monday I went down and this is the first time I felt like I'm not just like about to fall asleep. Like I told you, I've been like working from my bed all week, like, sleeping 12 to 14 hours a night and still, but just like waking up in the middle of the night with sweat, you know, in the like, uh, like my yeah. fever had broken. Like it was awful, but I feel much better now. We've turned Man, a corner. I'm sorry. And now poor Ben has got it. <laughs> Welcome back to life. I know. What a thank you. What a thank you to Ben for taking care of you. So, okay. okay so you know how uh, Max, my son, listens to like our podcast to go to bed, right? And usually it's just like still the, like he'll listen to the ridiculous. He thinks the theme song is a little too upbeat for him, but he to still loves sleep. I get to go that. to sleep. He's like, this is that. more of a mm-hmm. like pump me up song, mom. And dumb love was more of like a sleepy time. A and rolling. I'm like, well, yeah. I can't help you with that. We're not. I'm not basing my life choices on what song puts you to sleep. Well, last week you talked about frogging. Oh no! Oh and no! He is now just like a little bit paranoid. I didn't even think about it. About like, he's like, there's nobody in our attic, right? And I was like, no, I promise. He was like, but sometimes I hear things up there. I'm like, that's rats, buddy. That's rats up there. (sighs) Yeah. I feel terrible now that he, speaking of frogging, um, I I know I told you guys I was going to do like a listicle of, like frogging yeah. stories. And I Googled it and oh my God, were the stories so fucking horrific that I can't even do them on the podcast. Yeah. I can't. That's not our style. It's brutal. I'm talking like fucking mass murders and shit and like dark, crazy, demented, torturous. Like I can't even. So I I'd immediately – closed it and was like no way no way and i still don't know if i have a frogger in my house jim still hasn't looked in my attic jim i swear to god i just heard one yeah get so up I, in her attic come on <laughs> i might have a frogger um you i know i should just i'll just go up there myself what if i just went up there and then i was like i saw the frogger i was just like what's up i knew you were there i knew it. i fucking called knew it, it. Yeah. You hungry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on down. Join the like fam. Which, which of my outfits do you like the best and which do you like the least? Like, <laughs> do you like my hair straight or curly? Like, if you're going <laughs> to live in my attic, 
give me some pointers on my life choices. You know, right? you like think? as an observer, how am I doing? Outside, inside observer. <laughs> what do you, do you think, think about my parenting skills? Right? Yeah, how are they? <laughs> what are they doing in their rooms? I don't know. Um, anything I'm missing? Uh, maybe we'll be friends. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> what well, if they had opinions on our podcast? Like, <laughs> I agree with Max. The theme song is just chew up B. Yeah. It's chew up B for me to go to bed. I just can't. I can't handle it. I know. Hey, well, oh listen, gosh. Jen's Frogger, if you're up there, uh, rate and review. Tell a friend. Yeah. All right? If you're going to live in my attic, just, you know, <laughs> drop a little five star. Little yeah. five star review. Little quick swoop. Are uh, you ready to get into our list this go week? Go to the lists. Let's go to the lists. Okay, I'm going first this week. Um, All right, what do you got for me? Uh, it's definitely not about frogging. Oh. Um, this is an article for BuzzFeed written, again, by Conchea Brown. I think she did the one that I did last week. Um, but this one's called 17 Outrageous Excuses Employers Gave for Rejecting Job Applicants. And honestly, I can't even say I'm surprised at this point. Okay. So these should be pretty interesting. You know, I know a lot of people are dealing with, you know, Trying to find a job, mm-hmm. job interviews, um, and this I hope would make you feel, I don't know, better. better? It might not. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Trigger warning. One, yeah. So she um, went on Reddit and asked Reddit users, um, "What's the most laughable reason you've been turned down for a job?" And so these are uh, their write-ins. Uh, number one is, "I walked into an interview, sat down, and the guy looked at me, and the first thing he said was, "I'm not hiring you. You're not aggressive enough." I said, "Okay," and left. <laughs> <laughs> that was bait. <laughs> like, what did he want him to be like? Like grab him by the collar and be like, give me this fucking job. Like what? Right? Was- you don't fucking know me. Oh my god! I will have yeah. this job. I that I would be like. Have- I mean, I would get up and walk out. Like that, just be like, no, I don't want to work for you. Then yeah, if Let's- you want me to be aggressive, what do you want me like smash a coke can on my forehead to show you? Right. <laughs> the fuck. Um, I worked for a company recently, but I had to take off six months before I could go back. I was told that my husband almost dying and having liver failure wasn't good enough reason for me to take time off and live off my savings. They wanted someone who would put the company first. I'm never putting a company first. And yes, I'm only there for the money. I always think that's weird when it's like, I know you're not supposed to say in an interview that you want the money, but it's like, yeah. it's just understood. Like we all work for money, right? Like, yeah. And, um, I think that it is, I do feel like people are more willing to say that now to be like, yeah, yeah, I'm just here to make a living. Like this is not my life. And I don't, I mean, just the way that like, I think maybe it's the change of where people worked at one place their whole life. And so they did feel loyal to a company and they did feel right. like, oh, if I'm doing this for, but it's just, that's not how it is anymore. Like companies are not loyal to their employees. Employees yeah. aren't, don't feel, so in turn, don't feel loyal to companies. And it's like, you just see so many brutal layoffs just to make sure that somebody doesn't lose 10 cents. Like it's, there's no regard right. for people. So 
Yeah. Listen, they're just going to go where the foosball tables and the beer fridges are. You right. know, I feel like that is, uh, I feel like that is like the number, like for me, that would be a number one red flag. If I walked into a place and they had a foosball table, I'd be like, fuck this. I'm not working here <laughs> yeah, because you want me, you just want me to be here. Like turn around. I don't, whatever this bullshit company culture is. I mean, tell me if I'm yeah. wrong. I haven't, I haven't worked in that many offices. I spent a lot of my working years as a, just a comedian and a freelancer. So I have a lot of, uh, yeah, I've never worked in like a huge office, but I will say that when I worked, um, with the weirdest company culture shit that I ever witnessed was when I worked for Nordstrom. Mm. Um, and, and I'm not afraid to say it Nordstrom. Yeah, do it. Come for me. Um, I, uh, I worked for Nordstrom and we were opening up the Phipps Plaza location. So mm. it was like, before we like open, they like really pump you up, but like, this is going to be the best thing you ever did. And this is going to be the best store. And I remember like our nickname, they like gave us a team name. We were the, called the Phipps Firehouse. Uh-huh. And they made us like the day of the opening, they made us go like storming, like parading through the um, the halls of Phipps Plaza, like cheering and like holding signs and stuff. <laughs> and then we all got in buses to the Roxy. And then we got there and thank God there was one guy and his name was Lawrence and I'll never forget him. He was like my work buddy and he was the only, my touchstone, like of like, I can look at him and be like, this is fucking crazy, right? This is crazy. This is weird because people, so then we get on these, we go (laughs) to the Roxy, we all Mm -hmm. pour in and then all of a sudden, because we're the Phipps firehouse, everything looks like there's fire everywhere. It looks like fucking hell, like hell. And then- the manager, um, I think her name was Vicky or something, um, but she, I remember there being a giant fire pole on the stage and she oh slid down the fire pole wearing like a fireman's outfit and had a blow up guitar, not a real guitar, <laughs> not even pretending to play a real guitar, a, an inflatable guitar. And she was like, like doing her thing and everybody was like, what? Like losing their goddamn minds and cheering like she was fucking Prince or something. And everybody was like, people were like crying because they were so moved by the like, oh my God, we're going to sell so many shoes. <laughs> like it was just so fucking weird. That That's like so I was weird. Like, I was like, I got to get out of here and I got to get out of like, I can't, I'm not going to drink this Kool-Aid. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um. And that was just the weirdest day, one of the weirdest days of my life, I think. I quit like two months later. <laughs> what were you doing there? Like, what was your job? I was selling women's shoes. It's so was- funny. Like, somebody, so like, I mean, you're at like a sales position, right? Like a sales position right. level. Like, I maybe understand that people who are like in like the corporate headquarters being like, yeah, we're going to get this company. But it's like, you have no fucking incentive to make Nordstrom money. Like, I mean, I'm sure you got commission, yeah. but like also it's just like, it's so weird to me that people, when they drink like a corporate Kool-Aid, like you said, like that yeah. is just like, that's so weird to me. Every morning know. we had these like, ga- we had to play these games and like hula hoop for <laughs> Nordstrom bucks and stupid shit like that. Like I, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. It was, I don't know. Ugh. I was just... I was 
also so like young and cool and jaded that I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> like, I was like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, yes. was just, it was just so I went from working at a like boutique in Soho where it was the the rule was like, don't sell to anybody because that's lame. Just like sit back and let them come to you. That was honestly what we were told is like, oh my God, that's such a dream. It was awesome. (laughs) I managed it. And then um, when I came back to Atlanta, I got the job through that store because we we sold to Nordstrom. And so then I I went from like uh, being like in this cool Soho store to being like in Nordstrom where I was supposed to like hula hoop for candy canes. And I could not do it. I really hope if someone's listening, like that has worked at Nordstrom that you know what I'm talking about and that you'll chime in here. Like, um, like reach out because I kind of am like, was that a fever dream? Yeah. Did I like imagine that? I don't know. It's really fun. Okay. So when I was in high school, I think I was a senior in high school. I got a job at a Bennigan's. Uh-huh. And I was a hostess, but it was like, it was a store that hadn't opened yet. So, right. So they did all these, they hired like a whole crew of people to open the store and then work there. And it was like me and my friend Amy, and we both were like, you know, like kind of like punk high schoolers, very like over everything. Yeah. And, um, but it was the same thing. It was like who people who like are the ones who are sent in to like train the trainers and the people who are like sent in to open new stores are just the most, God bless them. Like the most enthusiastic, like they are selling you something and they're hoping everybody's going to buy it. And we just were like, what the fuck is this? Like it was really like, it was totally like the place where they're like, you got to have like eight pieces of flair. And we were just like, yeah, man, we're listening to ska music. You know, is that a customer? Is that your new best friend? Yeah. You choose how you (laughs) decide to look at it. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, (laughs) yeah. Don't leave uh, yeah, a table so without obnoxious. suggesting at least five different items. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, people that just sit back and, like, arbitrarily make up these, like, things uh, that they would never do themselves. Yeah. But they're like, oh, I got to come up with something to, t- you know, tell my staff that they should do. It's like, you do that. Show me how you go walk up to that guy and, and offer him, like, six different things when he told you he only wants a salad and a water. Show me how you just upsell this Yeah, you guy. upsell him a yeah. death. By chocolate you do that yeah show me <laughs> i know it's crazy anyways uh, um god we've really derailed there um anyway yes. this i'll go to number three uh it was because i wasn't comfortable sharing a hotel room with someone i didn't know for out of sta- state training i offered to foot my own room bill, but I was told I wasn't getting the job for not being a team player. The roomie in question, a 40-year-old man while I was a 25-year-old woman and newly married. No. That's out of line. That's out of line. That's out I of just, line. Like, my, a lot of my job experience has been at nonprofits. And so I went to a – and that is like the kind of thing that like, hey, we don't have money. You have to share a room. Um, and I went to a conference – this last year and I was like so nervous that they were going to make me share a room with my boss. And I asked her, I was like, we're getting our own rooms. Right. And she was like, Oh my God. Yes. We're two adults. Like we're not sharing a room, Sally. And I was like, okay. I just like, I don't, I just want to make sure. 
We get put in rooms with comics all the time. I know. Maybe you know that's I mean? where so I that, came from. I think like, it's because we're still in the comic mindset where they like group us all together and we're like yeah. sharing a queen bed with a total stranger. I mean, yeah. I've had like a lot of um, kind of my early experience and a lot of clubs still do this where they have like comedy condos. And so basically yeah. for the week, you live in an apartment with a fucking stranger. And it's so weird, especially as it a woman. Is. It's like – Who's who is living in my apartment with me this week? And then like, you know, five people from the club also have keys and come over to smoke pot on the weekends there. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but most dude comics are kind of gross. <laughs> They're bags. <laughs> not all. Hashtag not all dude comics. Not all dude um, comics. This one says um, – I was offered a job, but it was immediately revoked because I told her I would need to give notice at my current job. I told her the fact that she thinks it's okay for me to just ghost my current job and start immediately told me everything I needed to know about she operates her business, and then I wished her luck. I 100% agree with this person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I think it's a huge red flag when I would hire people if they would be like, I could start tomorrow, and I'm like, don't you need to give your – old boss notice and if they're like no it's cool i'd be like mm-hmm. no yeah, yeah like you, you can't you have to no matter how bad the job is you have to give notice and yeah if, if, if you don't then you're telling me that you're going to quit on me with no notice right so yeah like unless there is some unless you're quitting for like something awful happened you know but if you're like going to take another job you gotta give notice Yes. This one says, um, some job recruiter gave me shade because I wore a red jacket to my interview. And she specifically said, that's why I wouldn't be right for the job. Okay. That's so weird. weird. I I find that very weird. Why are we having dress codes in 2023? Like, I mean, I'm (laughs) old enough to remember when, and I I, like, don't know if you like ever experienced this, but I remember like having jobs where there were, it's like, uh, there was a dress code for women and a dress code for men, and and women had to wear pantyhose, yeah, and lipstick. And I remember yes. like those things being on there, and like of what we had to, uh, how women had to dress. You had to wear three pieces, so it had to be like a skirt, a shirt, and a jacket, or like a jacket, and like so. Yeah, it yeah. always had to be three pieces, pantyhose, and. And heels, and I remember lipstick being on there. Like you yeah. had to wear lipstick at all times. My crazy? first, yes, my first legal job, you had to wear hose and a. I mean, you had to wear a suit. It makes sense as a lawyer, but yeah. Also, we were told in law school like there are judges that require women to wear skirts, like require that women to wear skirts. So suits. wild! You have to wear pantyhose. You have to wear closed-toed shoes. Like. If you don't, you will be asked to leave and it's like you're not dressed appropriately, which is so – it's just so crazy to me now. I'm like, it's – I know. I'm glad those days are – I hope yeah. there's nobody operating like that anymore. Um, this person says, they told me you don't have reliable transportation. The job site was literally two blocks away from my house. Oh, my God. Oh, this one says, I was turned down for multiple jobs in 2005 to 2007 for failing the personality test. I still don't know how I failed them, <laughs> aside from maybe picking the an- the answer, get the manager when someone was being rude. Do you remember those tests? Yes, I do remember those tests. Those, yeah, those so were such wrong. a mind fuck. Yeah. Because yes. you're like, I don't know how to do this right. Like, what are you looking for? 
I know. Like, and so, like, do you want honesty? Is honesty say like is honesty the lie? Is yeah. honesty the like? No, I would, um, you know, go straight to the manager and blah 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 blah. Uh-huh. Or it's like, are you like that's? There's no way you would do that. You would do, you know what I mean? It's such yeah, a yeah, mind fuck. Yeah. I don't know. I think the trick is answer like you are the most tight ass by the book, um, do right mm. person ever, even if it's total bullshit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, well, I mean, your best the- friend came in the store and needed to use the bathroom and she was pregnant and crying. Do you let her use the bathroom even though Never. it's employees only? No. Fuck my best friend. Fuck <laughs> her and her baby. Yeah. Like, she can like, pee right on the floor. Is- yeah. I love anthropology. Yeah. <laughs> I would die for you. Yeah. It's I mean, none of those straight. tests are like based in any kind of science or actual, I mean, they don't test anything. So it's such bullshit that people are being like, you know, ruled out because of them. So this person says almost two decades later, I now know that it's because I'm on the spectrum and those tests were designed to screen out the neurodivergent. (gasps) Isn't that fucked? That's so Um, fucked. Yeah, they said it's fine. I never wanted to work at McDonald's, the best hospital, <laughs> or a family movie anyway. God, that's crazy. I didn't realize that. No, that's not. Jeez. This one says, I went to an interview for a sales job at a car dealership. I was told to sit and wait for the manager, even though I arrived at the specific time. 45 minutes went by. Eventually, I get asked to go ascend the staircase to the manager's office. Inside, he tells me that I failed the interview, which was a shock because it hadn't felt like it started yet. And he was like, I've been observing you since you got here, to which I replied, I've been waiting since I got here. And he goes, that's the problem. Yeah. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. You sound like a real piece of shit to work for Uh, anyway oh just like a power hungry little ass i'm sure he's a little asshole i just picture i don't care what size he is on the inside he's a little (laughs) asshole he's a little (laughs) asshole uh this one says the one i the one that still gets me is when i first entered the workforce and i got turned down for my entry-level retail and fast food jobs because my only reason for wanting to work there was to get money i remember one manager telling me we don't want people who are only motivated by money to work here oh god <laughs> so ridiculous okay i'll do one more okay after being turned down for a job i was highly qualified for one of the employees reached out to me off the record just to tell me why i was turned down It turns out they wanted to give the job to the director's friend and the job posting was because they were required to do that legally to show that nepotism and favoritism doesn't exist. Then he proceeded to tell me to keep applying and not get discouraged. I cried so hard that day after thanking him for being honest. I applied to their sister company and got the same job, making more than double the pay. I guess things work out the way they're supposed to for a reason. I'm glad they ended up getting a good job. Yeah, but with more pay, but it's like that's yeah, that's shitty that they have to do that just for show because it's such a waste of other people's time. Yeah, so, I mean that stuff yeah. happens all the time where it's like yeah, the job is already some internal candidates, but they have to post it and they'll interview people just to like make sure, even though they know who the job is going to. And yeah, it's like I understand it on some levels, but it is it's so disrespectful to people's time and energy and like. 
you their know, emotions too. Yes. When you're like, don't yeah. have a job and you're looking for a job and you are like, get an interview. It's, I don't know. It's really hard. I, when I was in New yeah. York, I had one company come to me three different times, ask me to apply for certain jobs. Like came to me. I wasn't looking for a job. They came to me. Yeah. Three times brought me in, had me do freelance work, and then like we're like, yes, we're geared. This job is yours. Three times. And then three times either ghosted me, gave it to somebody internal, or reorganized. And so then the job was gone. And I was like, this is my fault for coming back so many times, but like, fuck you guys. It's such a, yeah. It's I'll so- tell you, it was Scary Mommy. That's who it was. It was scary. Ooh. I'll name names. <laughs> Yeah, scary fuckers. Mom. They don't yeah. pay very well anyway, do they? Do they? Uh, I, I mean, these, these, these jobs paid well. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. Just saying. These were like internal um, jobs, not writing jobs. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. What the heck? What the heck? Scary mommy. Stupid All right, scary mommy. so that's my list for the week. I love it. Oh, and goodness. can I tell you that I have like the perfect complimentary list for your list because oh, yeah. my list is um, I kind of combined two different lists. One is um, people on Reddit sharing their biggest fuck up at work. Oh. And then also people sharing their workplace fails from an article in Board Panda by Lily North and Dennis Timeless. Oh, that's awesome. I'm excited to hear this. <laughs> Okay, so here we go. Um, I'm a teacher. Early in my career, a student went missing after second recess. I looked oh, around God. and realized he never ca- he never came back. No one could find him. Called the parents, no answer. Searched the playground, nothing. Bat signal, no response. Schoolwide panic. Superintendent office was called. Security and police came. He never came to school that day. I missed the fact that he was gone all day when I took attendance first thing in the morning. Mom oh called my in panic, God. wondering why she had missed 10 calls and cops were at her door when she <gasps> got back from the prearranged doctor's appointment she had made for her son. Oh, my God. <laughs> to be fair, another kid, Sebastian, told me he saw him jump over the fence and leave at recess. Sebastian lies a lot. <laughs> fucking Sebastian. That little fucker. Little fucker. Oh. Oh my god. Little Sebastian. <laughs> little Sebastian. Seb- like the name of the goat or something on uh, the horse on Sebast- Park. Uh, the Parks horse. That's Rack. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mini, yeah. The mini horse. Right. Little yeah. Sebastian. Um, okay. This one I can really, really relate to. Um, and I bet you can too. Okay. So I was surveying and I once dropped a plate on a baby's head. It left a small bruise. I've never felt more shitty. It was so, so awful and so awkward. The family stayed to eat the rest of the meal. Fortunately, my manager had another server take the table. I didn't get fired. I just got a sit-down lecture. Got a sit-down lecture about how I can't just go dropping plates on babies. Oh, God. So... You can't just go dropping plates on babies, but it, I know that it wasn't on purpose, but that's mortifying. Oh my it's God. Mortifying. I'm sure I have told yeah. you the story, but when I was a server, we had to carry this was at um, a place called Cozy Mouse. Um, and I, we had to carry those big, it was like a 
a Mexican restaurant we carry like fajita trays like on our shoulders, right? So those huge trays and that's what we would carry all of the food on and when we came out. So I was carrying a big tray and I was talking to a table and I was like taking the food off and it just tipped back and a whole thing of ranch dropped on the person behind me's head, just like straight on top oh of their head. God. And down, it was like I dropped, you know, like an ice cream cone, just like down on, oh, uh, all ranch. Like it a cartoon. Like a cartoon. Oh, man. Oh, my, if that happened, my, my dad and like my dad's sister have, it, it's a it's an O'Neill thing. They're like, have an irrational fear of like, Creamy dressings, mayonnaise, <laughs> uh, anything like that, and yeah. mustard. And if like they can't even look at ranch dressing, so like it's so funny. Ben is the same way. Head, he would have died. Yeah, oh I mean, the, they, people were actually surprisingly cool about it, and I was, yeah. of course. I mean, we gave them like you know free everything, and I was so I was like, I am so sorry, and they just were like laughing, like. I mean, what would you do? You'd just be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I feel with, if somebody does something like that to me, this happened the other night. Um, one of Jim's friends accidentally knocked over um, a drink and it spilled all over my dress. And, like, I, it was the end of the night. I didn't care. Yeah. We were going to go home. I really didn't care. I had had a few drinks anyway. So I was like, yeah. whatever. And he felt so bad. And he just like could not stop apologizing to the point yeah. where I was like, honestly, I hate this dress. I'm gonna like I'm glad you stole it. <laughs> like I don't even like it. Like I, I love like I love Diet Coke. <laughs> right. Like it's like I was like trying so hard to make him feel better that like please don't like it just made me feel worse. Right. That he felt so bad. And I was just like, I'm fine. I've washed this. I was like, I've worn this dress 20 times without washing it. It really needs to go with the laundry. <laughs> and I was like, it's cool. Thank you. Thank you, actually. Thanks for You're like, that. actually, I'm disgusting. <laughs> so I'm probably not even going to notice tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my I'm God. I'm just going to yeah. squeeze it out and drink it. I it's did fine. it. Yeah. I'm so gross. This is like, this is actually like a shower for me. So <laughs> thank you. Oh, anyway. it's so hard. I get in. I'm like one of those people that I like. I just can't. If something I if I do something that makes me feel bad like that, I can't stop apologizing. And yeah. I know. And I've like my sister in law. I I've, I think I've told you that I know I've told the story about the podcast. But um, I they were like all of like my sister in law, brother in law, all the kids were visiting and we're driving down. We were going to go to New Realm Brewery and like so we had two cars and I hit like with my car on Ponce hit the side of the road. They're like really sharp curbs and I popped a tire. And so, and it was like a whole ordeal. Like we had to stop. We didn't have the right spare. It was like a whole thing. And, and eventually we got it fixed, but it was just like, I felt so bad because everybody had to like stop and fix this problem. And it was just me like being a careless driver. And she was like, I kept being like, I'm so sorry. You guys. So she was like, can I tell you what would make me feel better? And I was like, what? Stop she was like, apologizing. Stop apologizing. Seriously. It's annoying. And I was like, yeah. Oh, you know what? You're right. Thank you. Thank you, Melissa. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, she said it in a very kind way, but she was, I was like, you know what? You're right. This is, this is me making you like trying to make you make me feel better. 
right? Right, about right. Something that yeah. I did that you don't even care about, that nobody was complaining, nobody was like mad at me. Everybody was just like, yeah, it happens. Right. Yeah. Okay, sorry, we're going. Rule- I think this is what happens when we don't see each other in person for a long time. I know. Then we just talk, 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 talk. I know. We just get too chatty. Uh, okay. It was not a fuck up per se, but when I worked at McDonald's nearly 20 years ago, some customer in the drive-thru threw a chocolate shake at me, yelling that he'd order strawberry. What I a instinct- piece of shit. I know. I instinctively caught it and threw it back, hitting him in the face and getting chocolate shape all over the interior of his BMW. If my GM wasn't standing damned near right next to me as it happened, I probably would have been fired. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I think- if I were that guy's manager, I'd be like, I get it. Yeah. Do I think it. the. Yeah. And yeah. Um, okay. So this person said, I was in sales. I put through a giant order for part number uh, 25503PC that was supposed to be 25503MC. Custom factory make four weeks later arrives on site. Obviously wrong. I lost the company $30,000. Oh, God. That is a fuck up. Oof. Oh, that's such a fuck that up. That sucks. Oh, oh no. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever made that egregious of a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> but that's also something that's like, they shouldn't have parts, just one. And there should be checks and balances on those, on anything that's going right. to be that expensive. It should probably be okay. Okay, so this is, um, this is somebody was responding to that one and like being, hey, like, <laughs> that happens to everybody. Um, so they said, fun story. I used to be a mechanic in the army at Fort Hood. If you ever go there down the road where all the motor pools are at, you'll see a boat anchor in front of one of the gates. Here's why. A a supply clerk was putting in an order for a part of a vehicle and mistypes NSN for the part. That's the stock number. The muffler they were trying to order came in as a boat anchor from the Navy supply yards. (laughs) Brand new, never been used. Somehow the order had gone through all the checks and was sent to the Army. They couldn't send it back. All sales are final. The only way they could get rid of it was find somebody in the system who needed it. The army doesn't have boats and we aren't connected to the Navy. So after oh a while, God. they just said, fuck it. We can't get rid of it. And they made it a decoration. Went back a few years ago. It was painted red, but still there. Oh my God. That that's so funny. funny. That's a, yeah. a lot of people's fuck up though. But I appreciate that they were like, yeah, all right. Um, yeah. Okay. Worked as a student in a bank agency. I wasn't 18 yet, so I wasn't allowed to be at the front desk. Basically, I was doing paperwork in the back. Once, a customer wanted to enter, but you can't just walk into a bank. You have to ring the bell, and an employee opens the door for you by pressing a button under the front desk. Long story short, he rang. All employees were busy, so I went to press the button. I checked under the desk. Shit, three buttons. The man was looking at me, looking pissed by the wait time, so I just press a random button. Turned out it was the motherfucking alarm button. (gasps) Oh, my God. (laughs) Great. I was a receptionist at an obstetrics office. I took a phone call from a patient who was at the time eight months pregnant with a ruptured disc in her back. Well, I typed the message into the computer and sent it to the doctor, except I reported that the mother to be (laughs) had a ruptured dick. Oh my God. That's so funny. And that is now in her medical record with the correction. Her doctor found that hilarious. (laughs) That's awesome. Which is like brings me to the thing I love the most, which is um, autocorrect fails. Oh, yeah, I know. <sighs> there are so many lists about auto autocorrect fails. I'm always so tempted to do it, but it's like, 
it's, you know, it's just a lot of screenshots. I don't know Plus if it would translate well to the podcast. Yeah. It's hard. But okay, here's another one that is like kind of these are a lot of these are kind of on the same vein. Um, okay. So this is from someone named Maurice. Said most embarrassing email exchange I ever had. I sent an email, they replied and called me Matisse. I reply with a stink about how my name is properly spelled and that it's actually really important to me. They told me to check my first email. I had misspelled my own name. Oh my God, that's so funny. (laughs) Which is just like chef's kiss, like the perfect turnaround of like, you know, you get indignant about something and then you realize it's your own fuck up and like, oh, it's just, that's just, that's like, that's karma right there. It's I'm beautiful. glad that they. It seems like they can laugh about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then now here are a couple people who replied to that guy. This is uh-huh. like from a Twitter thread. Okay. Um, and so this is from a woman named Misty who said, "It's okay, dude. I once sent a company wide email, and in the signature where I'd normally write kindest regards, I accidentally typed a T where the G should go. I don't think I've ever fully." Re- <laughs> Covered from the embarrassment. <laughs> that is so funny. I sent out an email that is, uh, I sent out um, a building wide email and it said um, instead of dear residents, it autocorrected to dead residents. <laughs> like, dead residents. <laughs> Luckily, people had a good sense of humor about it. I was like, whatever. <laughs> They're like, Jen is dark. Funny. Yeah. Jen <laughs> residence. Yeah. I that's know. what you will be if you don't listen to my email. <laughs> We're having a party. <laughs> Pay your rent. Um, yeah. Pay your rent. Uh, okay. Uh, this is from somebody named Jonina Lee who said, at least you weren't me unaware that changing your YouTube username to something anonymous also changes the name on your email. And then joining your building's... Uh, owners association meetings mailing list and find out they only know you as millennial avocado the unicorn queen (laughs) that reminds me of my friend milani uh which she i think she listened she listened to dumb love i think she listens to this uh my friend milani a long time ago made i mean this was like early 2000s her um email signature Uh was um she put under her name tequila makes me steal things, which was like an inside joke amongst our friends. Like, yeah, uh, because she said it one night, it was hilarious and she stole something in a restaurant. And so like, uh, so she put that and then she totally forgot that that was her signature. And then she applied for a nanny position. Yeah. And then the, the woman wrote her back. It was like, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> you might want to second think your uh, signature there. And she was like, Oh my God. That's so uh, funny. That's, yeah. That's classic. That's yeah. classic. Um, okay, this one is from a woman named Erica Grace. She said, oh, I don't know why this one makes me laugh so hard. She said, I didn't realize that my phone has been autocorrecting best to beast. Signed a whole slew of professional emails. Beast, Erica. <laughs> Hashtag oh God, beast that's... mode, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just love the like, just random... Like, oh, this is just going out to a lot of people. Okay. Yeah. uh, And then this is the last one. Okay. And so this was the last reply to that. I said, I once texted my boss a couple of questions. She answered the first. And to the second, she replied, I'll be meeting with Mary and Anne today to discuss that. My reply, thank you for getting back to me on those two cunts. (laughs) Counts. I meant counts. (laughs) 
<laughs> that is so awesome. I love that. Oh, oh God. I love it uh, so, so much. So I have um, a celebrity fuck-up story that I did. Um, I made. my. It was my fuck-up. Um, yeah. I was um, – when I was working at the fancy shoe store in Soho, it was called Nancy Guys, um, I sold a pair of boots to Minnie Driver, who is so lovely and wonderful yeah. and like – just so happy sweetest to hear that. person. Yeah, she's amazing. And she was so excited about these boots. But like, um, like, so she bought these boots and she loved them and she was so excited about them. But then she wanted me to, we would do things like stretch shoes or like spray yeah. them with like weatherproofing or whatever. And but she, do it with like a disinterested air about yeah, you. I, I'll do like we, would just, we had like a workroom for that or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, she, so she left the boots with me for me to, she wanted me to, you know, spray them with like weatherproofing and like, they she were suede like, can you break them and, in for me? Yeah. No, she wanted me to like do the, do the spray. The treatments. Which yeah. I had done a bunch of times and like, I never had an issue with it, but for some reason when I went to go do her boots, something happened with the like spray toggle thing and they were like these really nice like light colored suede boots yeah and the spray toggle like broke off and it made a huge drip like oh, all no. over the boots and it totally ruined them and um we didn't have another one in her size the the you know, the designer wasn't they were, it was an independent shoe store. Like what we had is what we had. There wasn't a yeah. new order. And so I just had to she was heartbroken when I like she was so nice about it, but she yeah. was so bummed when she was so excited about these boots and I had to be like, I've returned them for you and and it would have been like an amazing sale too. So like yeah. I um I had to like refund her money and explain to her that I totally ruined the boots. And she was so nice about it, but I felt I was like, this totally ruined my whole mini driver experience. Yeah. This could have went so well and I blew it. Yeah. So. Yeah, but you're memorable. You know what? That's what you did. She's what? Gonna remember you as the girl who fucked up her boots. Oh, if you cool. ever see her again. I love that. I love that. <laughs> That's what I want to be remembered as to her is the girl that fucked up her boots. Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. Get to and be like, how you like these boots? To, these, to this day, every time I see her on screen, I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry it was the, the It was the toggle. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's amazing. Anyway, so yeah. Well, that's it for our lists. Well, we yeah. have our own personal list. Yeah. So uh, let's get to our top five list. All right. Let's do it. All right. Okay. So with uh, you know, it's like it's fall, as we said. It's you know, we're all cozy in our eighty-five degree houses. Um, and so this week, our top five is our top five most comforting movies. Yes, which, which is a hard I, list to to make for you, or was it easy? This was not a hard list for me to make, but I will. I guarantee you, our lists are nothing alike. Probably like, not. It yeah. was hard for me to make because I don't watch a lot of movies. And so I think okay. a lot of these are like very like nostalgic, comforting movies. I have a very specific genre of movies that comforts me. And it's n most horror. people would not find this comforting. No, it's not horror. 
No, I said porn. <laughs> oh, porn. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. Porn comforts me. No. Uh, but uh, I guess we'll just get to the list and then you'll quickly okay. find out what. Um, okay. So what's your number one? Okay. So I'm going to go about five. Like, right? Five. Do okay. we five, five yeah. to one? Okay. So my five number five. Okay. Um, my number five is uh, a tie because I think that's allowed. You're the um, worst. Speaking of mini driver is mm-hmm. uh, Goodwill Hunting and Swingers. Those are my huh. that's my number five. Those are just so different <laughs> from each other. That it's weird that yes, they're so different from each. Well, no, I guess they're not really. If you think about it, it's like dudes being dudes to each other. Some dudes being dudes. <laughs> Cute guys in the nineties trying to yeah. Just trying to get their babies, you know, go see a guy about a horse. <laughs> right? Um, yeah. Uh, th- okay, those are good. Um, my number five is um, The Departed. Yeah, sure. Very comforting. Okay. But I understand. <laughs> you know what? I- <laughs> I'll tell you that, like, yeah, when you hear my list, you're going to be very confused. But I, I but love I, the movie I- The Departed. I actually understand that, like, I don't think mine are mostly like pretty gentle movies. They're all pretty gentle movies, but um, that's just because, like, my taste in general. But I understand how something like The Departed could be a comfort movie. It's like something you could watch over and over. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I get it. Right. I totally get that. Yeah. Like it's I would say, so- I, I considered like Shawshank Redemption because even though that's not like, I mean, that's you know not. Uh, Feel good movie, Ray, yeah. Feel good movie. Yeah, I, mean, I guess it is well, at the end. But, it is, yeah. But it's like one of those movies. Like anytime it's that's what I was trying to think of. Like anytime it's on TV, you're like, oh yay, I'm gonna watch this. Yeah. Do you like it because you like Boston accents? Yeah, and I just I really just love um, you know mob type movies. I just do. I just I don't know. I've I've just always been drawn to them. I don't know if it's like a. It's just so interesting to me. There's just so many different layers to it. Or if it's um, – well, that one's from uh, – has Boston accents. But, um, if, like, other movies that I'm going to talk about, they have, like I, – I'm very comforted by the New York accent. Yeah. The male Italian, you know, like that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. – like, It's like it just sounds like my I'm in a room full of my family members, like my yeah. uncles and, you know, talking. And so it's just very comforting to me. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. okay, so my number four is all of the Harry Potter movies. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. That's a I nice just one. Like them. I like yeah. them. Those are good with to watch with kids. Yeah. Max is not quite yeah. there yet. I'm very excited for when he is. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just I you know, they're they're comforting. They're magical. Yeah. Even wow, though JK are... Rowling is a piece of crap, but that's okay. Yeah, you know. Um, my number four is Casino. I yeah. love Casino. I'm telling you, like our, our yeah, yeah. lists are going to be so different. I love I mean, it, Casino. It's I not, it this, it's not surprising that our lists are different. <laughs> it's not surprising. And I just, but I love, I, I also love the movie Casino. I do. Okay. I have not seen it in a long time. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm on board with your movies so far. Okay. Um, okay. My number three is Princess Bride. I almost put that on here. Yeah. And that is a, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. I you know, I haven't seen it in a while, but it is a movie that like 
I watched, I've watched so many times and quoted so many times. And it just is like, you know, yeah. I think anybody of around our age is like, that movie is such a touchstone. Yeah. Yeah. I love that one. Um, so three is a little different. Uh, three uh-huh. is uh, Devil Wears Prada. I don't okay. know why I could always watch that movie. I can never, it's never too much. Yeah. I watch it over and over and over and over. I just love a good makeover story. I love fashion. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, um, you know, I I don't care who says what about Anne Hathaway. I, I'm a, how did the kids say? <laughs> Stan for Anne. I, okay. I love her. I've always loved yeah. her. I think she handles herself with such like grace and beauty and she's cool and she's funny. She's gorgeous. Like I'm, I love Anne Hathaway and I don't care who knows it. All, All right. right. Fucking tell him. I feel like it's like a thing that people don't like her. And like people like, it's like cool to not like Anne Hathaway, but that's like, I don't get that. I think they're just haters and they're jealous. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think she's like, maybe she's just, uh, she has that persona of somebody who's like a little proper and people love to take that person down, you know? Yeah. Like take him down a peg. Yeah. Um, Whatever. I'm with you. I think she's great. She's yeah. She's great. And... I do like that movie. I've I think I've only seen it maybe once or twice, so I'll have okay. to give it another rewatch. Um, I think my number two is kind of in that same vein. It's Pitch Perfect. Really, I've never watched that movie, <gasps> but I thought about watching it with my daughter. Oh, Can I she watch would love that with it. Her? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait. Right. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I thought she might like it. So I was thinking about watching. it. I think you okay. might like it. It is. It's actually. I would say of all these movies. In the last five years, it's the movie I've watched over and over the most because Ben loves it. So really? Much. Okay. Yes, and it's oh. always on TV, and so we'll always. And it's, I mean, the m- music's fun, the dancing's fun, and it's just like it's just a fun, feel-good movie. Yeah. And Anna Kendrick's great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think you, my- I think you sh- I think uh, Louise will like it. Yeah. Okay, I'll give that a shot with her. Um. I've, I can my, just hear right now. I'm like, I can just hear Ben being like, Sally, there's like 10 sex scenes in that. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think there are, but like, you, this is the kind of things I just don't even think about. <laughs> I'll Google it. Yeah. Google um, it. I mean, I did, I watched Mean Girls with her and I forgot that there were some things in there. Like they say the R word and they say the F word and yeah. uh, like not the F-U-C-K, but the F-A-G. G, which oh. and like, and so I had to like keep stopping and being like, okay, now you know that like this is not an okay word. And she was like, I know, right. you know, and so like, yeah, I yeah. But and then there was like, you know, there was like some sexual innuendos for sure. But we got through it. I think yeah. we'll be fine. Um, okay, so my number two is um, Goodfellas. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen Goodfellas. <laughs> what? I know. Are you serious? I know. I, oh no my way. god! Yes. No, that's not true. I've never seen The Godfather. Okay, that's okay. even worse. I know. But okay. I'm sorry. I have seen Goodfellas um, many times. I apologize. Okay. I was like, wait, no, that's not true. No, I've seen Goodfellas. I, and love, I love Goodfellas. I, I, I. This is like a sickness that I have. Is I truly think that I am like related to. Uh, Robert De Niro uh-huh. and Ray Liotta and Joe Pesci and Ray Liotta. I think like we're related. They're like my uncles. I mean, maybe I, you they are. They just don't know. I mean, 
uh, God rest in peace, Ray Liotta. But like, I, I think, yeah, we'll meet one day and they'll be like, daughter? And you'll be like, yeah. <laughs> yes. <Papa? laughs> All of you? Papa? Papa? <laughs> <laughs> No, I just I don't know. I just grew up watching all of them and I yeah. just yeah, I love them so much. Okay, what's your next one? Okay, my number one is um it's a tie, but they're both okay. comforting movies in the same way because they both remind me of my mom. Um and these are both our movies that I would watch with her over and over. So it is White Christmas and Steel Magnolias. Oh, okay. Yeah. Steel Magnolias. That's a cry movie. It's a cry movie, but it was like a movie that- put beaches on there. (laughs) I would never, Jen. Never. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, every Christmas Um, we watched White Christmas. Do you know that movie? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, what's funny is I didn't see the movie until I saw um, my friend David Rossetti. He was in the musical. And I watched oh, really? him and he was amazing. And my mom, who loves White Christmas, but I've never yeah. like watched it with her, she um she came and saw it and she just to this day, she was like, oh, he was such a beautiful dancer, your friends. Like, oh my God, he was amazing. <laughs> like she was she goes yeah. on and on and on about David. Uh, but it was uh, yeah, it was uh it was cool. Like I, and then I watched the movie after I yeah. watched him. But um it was good. Yeah. I get why people I mean, love it and watch it every yeah, year. Yeah. They're both, they're both movies Classic. that I don't know if I was like – if I didn't have the like memories associated with it. But these right. were like – like White Christmas literally every Christmas. Like I, I have copies of them. My mom had them. We all watched them together every year. And then Steel Magnolias was just because she was Southern like over and over and over. Yeah, she'd be like, "This is like my people," you know. Before I tell you my number one, I just want to go back to Goodfellas again, really Uh quick, and mention like one of my favorite things about Goodfellas is like, uh, like uh, Lorraine Bracco's character, uh, Karen, Karen. yeah, Karen, Karen. Yeah. Like how Ray Liotta always calls, like, it's always like, Karen, Karen. So, like, we, my, me and my friends do that voice all the time. But um, the funniest thing about that story, that voice is like, Frank Kristen told me the story. And this is the funniest fucking thing to me is like, her and her husband do that joke to each other where they're always uh-huh. like, Karen, Karen, or whatever. And so they do it to each other. And one day they were like both working in the yard or the backyard or something. And they were doing the Karen, Karen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they hear this little old lady be like, Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> neighbor's mom was visiting and just happened to be named Karen and she was like what's happening oh my god and they had to just like run back inside and pretend Uh, they were doing it but and and that woman probably has a story now like I heard ghosts calling me I was in the backyard and ghosts were calling my name but again it's so I was being called up to heaven whenever I hear the name Karen 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 is how they say it here um I just in my head think of Karen and I think of that story. <laughs> just wanted to share. Okay, but my number one most okay. comforting movie is, and I don't think this should surprise you at this point, is The Godfather. And I I am of the mind, I know that it's very debatable 
I think Godfather is a Christmas movie. <laughs> and it, yeah. it should be remembered as a Christmas movie. And I watch it every holiday. So like um, every year. So for me, it's like I love The Godfather. I love uh-huh. everyone in it. Um, uh-huh. But then I also um, – it's like a it's a holiday Christmas movie to me, so it makes it extra warm and fuzzy. The horse head in the end of the uh-huh. bed is just super comforting. No spoilers, Jem. <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh my god, I still can't believe you haven't seen it. We're gonna I we're know. gonna have a Christmas party and we're gonna make you watch The Godfather. Just everybody else like having a great time and you're just like, sit there. You will watch yeah. it. You're gonna like you um, sit there. Clockwork Orange Me, but with the Godfather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of them. One I'll make, to three. Listen, I'll make a big pot of sauce. Ooh, we'll, make some we'll sauce balls. We'll do it, and uh, you'll watch The Godfather, and you'll fucking love it. Right? I probably will. I mean, I do. Right. I love gangster movies. <laughs> I love mom movies. <laughs> I uh, I don't know why I haven't seen it. It's Now it's just like a fun fact to trot out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Uh, shameful. Some sauce. I know it's shameful. I'm sorry. Um, all right. Well, that's our list. I want to hear from you guys. What's your most comforting movie? What do you love the most? What brings you warmth and joy like uh, families killing each other like Jen loves? Um, I mean, they love <laughs> each other a lot. You know, it's mm-hmm. about family. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's about loyalty. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, there's a wedding in it. Um, Horses. You know. Animals. Yeah. Um, they go to Italy for a little while. <laughs> I mean, it sounds lovely. It's nice. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful movie. Um, all right. Well, we want to hear from you. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you for all of the really nice reviews we've been getting. Um, if you haven't reviewed yet, go ahead and do that, please. Um, you can find us on Instagram at the ridiculous pod. You can find us on TikTok and Facebook at the ridiculous podcast. That's also, you could email us at ridiculous podcast at gmail.com rate and review, tell a friend. We would love all that. We would love that. Thank you guys so much for listening and for coming along on our ride. And we'll see you next week on the ridiculous. Ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous.